Welcome to SCGA, Off the Huzzle, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of SCGA, Off the Huzzle. Proud to be presented by the Palmetto Shop. I'm Alan Knight, joined by my man Biff Lathrop to bring us all the news. What's happening, Biff? Not much, AK. Good day to everyone. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, still rocking and rolling here at the SCGA offices, making things happen, baby. It's a full house here today, I believe. Full house. Everybody's here. Everybody's getting ready. Um, we got a lot of events coming up uh, the first of the week uh, as this show comes out. So yep. it's a full schedule. You know, as I said before, this, the summer's over, but our, our schedule continues to go and grow. So we've... Uh, We've been at it since we were last together. Uh, we had our Mid-Am Championship up at Green Valley uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, had a great event, man. Had had you know about 110 players actually finally played. Had some withdrawals for work and medical reasons and all kinds of things, but had a great showing up there. And two of their members were the ones battling out at the end. Um, Christian Cease and Jeremy Revis. Yeah, uh, finished first and second. Christian beat out Jeremy by one shot with the final round. Of, boy went out there and shot 64 the final round of the Mid-Amateur yeah. Championship. He's a good player. Is he a member there? He's a member there for the last four months. He's just, okay. just fairly new. Of course, Jeremy's been there a long time. And Jeremy, yeah. you know, Jeremy shot rounds of 67, uh, 64, 71. Yeah. Uh, Christian had just flown in from the Mid-Amateur up in Massachusetts where he made quarterfinals, wow. U.S. Mid-Amateur. Uh, so that first round, he was a little little – a little slow, I guess, out the gate, but shot 72, but came right back with a 65-64 to take the title by one. So it, it was fun to watch. A bunch of good guys, had a good time. Um, you know, families out there watching, and yeah, golf course was pretty good. They 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 were uh, very nice to have us up there and took care of us. So it was it was good. A good good three days up there in Green Valley. Absolutely. Uh, we came right back after that. Actually, that same weekend, we had the the SCJGA. We had our inaugural fall series event at the Spur at Northwoods. Cool. Um, you know, we talked about that. That's for that's a new event we're trying to do for some of these junior golfers that, that need some tournament experience and can't get in some of these events. Yeah. Uh, you know, until it's full, it's first come, first serve. But once it's full, the priority are kids that are not ranked yeah. to get into this thing, which is kind of a reverse role of what we usually do and, and gives them some opportunities to get in some of these events. But yeah. we had our first event. Yeah, we you know we kind of put it together quickly, and, and still we ended up with forty players for the day, uh, two days. It's a two day event. Girls in thirteen to eighteen group, and it's all one one age bracket. Uh, Braylon Oliver shot at 84, 81, 165 to win, and Miss Annabelle Carmen came in second, two shots behind her at one sixty seven. Nice. And and the boys thirteen to eighteen, Mr. Matthew Baxley shot him a little seventy sixty seven one thirty seven for for an eight shot victory. Um, wow! But let me tell you what's cool. The, the kid who came in second is Richard Anaclario. Yeah. Um, Richard's father, Steve Stephen Anaclario, is a good buddy of mine from down in the Aiken area. Okay. And he came to me this past weekend and said, "Biff, the reason you're all doing that event is exactly what's what happened." He goes, "Richard came in second, and now he's got the fire, man. He wants oh, good. To, he wants good. to get out there and, and get more, get better, and, and and have more competitiveness to him." So, uh, yeah, the, the whole nice. reason for it is made made me feel really good what we're trying to do. So, That's right. Um, we got a couple more coming up. November the 13th and 14th, we've got one at Star Fort. And December the 4th and 5th, we're going to be at Fort Jackson. So if anybody's wow. interested, uh, you can get online to scjga.org and, and get registered for that. Uh, 18 and 13 to 18-year-olds and 
little tournament experience for everyone. Yep. So. Nerves will still be there, but it'll be a good experience. That's it. That's it. So, you know, we come right back the next weekend with another inaugural event. We keep adding to the calendar, man. Uh, yes, it, you Which do. is great. Uh, this one was special. This one meant a lot to my heart. This was uh, the Jackie Sewell Jr. Yes. Up at Cobbs Glen. Yes. And, and in honor of and in memory of Mr. Jackie Sewell, who, who a lot of people know, Hall of Famer, Cobbs Glen for years, down in Aiken area for years, uh, Woodside, to Sage Valley, owner of Hounds Lake at the final part. And uh, our good friends up there, Matt Harbin, who, who's main, who was the main person to put this together, really went out, raised a lot of money. Uh, he and another friend of ours, Cobb Oxford, were part of it. And, Alan, you wouldn't believe they went and rented a tent, had a tent up there behind the green where everything kind of was staged as far as food, had the local Nissan dealership up there cooking food on his big grill. Here's the swag. Here's the lineup. You know, it's all about swag, right? Yeah. These kids walked through the tent to register, and they got a hat. They got a, a Sharpie pen of their color, yeah. a dozen Titleist golf balls, a uh, a towel, um, a T-shirt, uh, and a Titleist go- uh, book bag with the Jackie Seawood logo on it. Man. There. You almost needed a shopping cart to get out of this you thing. You really you do. It was cool. I asked Matt how we're going to top it next year, and he says he's going. he's got a plan. So we'll, we'll see what he comes up with. And just what I text you off the record about the, the wrestling belts, you and Justin. Yeah, how you like those trophies? I liked them a lot. That was pretty cool. Actually, we had dinner with Cobb the night before the tournament started, and they brought the belt out and showed it to us. And yeah. I took a picture of it wrapped around my race. It's, it's pretty cool, man. It, it's, it's pretty cool. And what a perfect event for it. You know, um, again, this is a 15 and under event. Uh, we had we had kids from 10 to 15 years old. We had ended up with 110 juniors. Uh, the kids love the trophy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, they, the, the event, had we had eight inches of rain the five days prior to the tournament. So the course was a little wet, but you know how good our staff is. You worked with them for years, and then they got out there, and we made it work. We, 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 we worked around some of the issues, and – Ended up having a great two days. Some of the Sewell family came in. Miss Claire Sewell came in, Jackie's wife, and a couple of his sisters. And Daniel Sewell was there the whole weekend. Wow. Julie came up as uh, uh, Jackie's daughter. Um, so it was good. It was really good. It was a good event and, and for a good reason. And we had a couple really good champions. In the girls' 10 to 12 division, Caroline Richardson, uh, they played nine holes each day. They, she shot 52-51 for 103 score. Um, the girls, 13 to 15, Miss Claire Green shot a 78, 79, 157 to take that title. And in the boys, 10 to 12, I think you know this name, Davis Petty, Spartanburg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Davis shot 36, 35, 71. That boy can play. He's got game. Yes, he can. I watched him on the. He's got his mannerisms of a kid that can play too. So he's he's gonna be fun to watch coming through. Good. And then in the boys, 13 to 15 division, uh, Deaton Reed shot him 71, 71, 142. Good for them. Yep. So they all a, got wrestling belts. All got wrestling belts. Everybody man. got a belt. If you won, you got a belt. And that's not a lightweight thing. That's a, no. It's the real deal, man. Right. I mean, it, it, and it's it's if you look at it closely, it was in, it's engraved. Yeah. And, and it's engraved with the the division champion that you are. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's pretty tight. <laughs> the the junior golf association logo is engraved on one side of it. I won't lie. During my tenure at SCJGA, I'd always wanted us to have a wrestling belt prize, but they're not cheap. And uh, so that's why I immediately text. My feelings were hurt. I was like, oh, man, they, they did it. Well, they're not cheap, and you got to get it for the right event. And I think yeah. that's the right event. These You're kids right. at that age, you know, I think it's. I think that, that's something I'd hang on my wall, you know. I mean, yeah. it'd, it'd, be, it'd be something to stay with me for a long time. So. Absolutely. It was really cool. So a lot going on the last two weeks tournament-wise. And then we, the final 
the finale of all the last couple of weeks we've been together was uh, this past Wednesday, uh, October 13th. We did the 100-hole hike to raise money for junior golf and youth on course. And Joe Quick and Justin Fleming and Kyle Maloney and Michael McKee went out there and did the 100-hole hike. Michael had to substitute in for Rook. He had a death in the family. He had to take care of that on Wednesday, so he couldn't be there. So Michael, on short notice, yeah. jumped in. And, man, they, they we, we played. I was out there caddying for one group of two, and Michaela, our director of marketing, was caddying for the other group of two, and we split them up on either sides. And I know I had Kyle and Michael McKee, and after, after basically five and a half rounds of golf, we never took more than an hour and 56 minutes to play 18 holes. Wow. And that was fighting through traffic and everything else. Yeah, you had to play through groups this time. Yeah, man, it was busy. And it was a pretty day. I don't blame them. It was busy. And the, and the plantation course at Esto was absolutely beautiful. Uh, they they let us, We started at 7 o'clock, and, and my group of two finished in just under 11 hours. Um, wow. Joe and Justin had a little bit harder time getting through some of the groups, so it took them about 11 and a half hours to get done. But they all finished it. Uh, cumulatively, they all walked over 100 miles. Yeah, uh, I think Joe's got little short steps. He he actually ended up walking like twenty five miles <laughs> compared to Kyle's twenty two. Uh, um, but funny. the the whole purpose of what we did was you know raising money for junior golf and youth on course. And right now we're just over thirteen thousand dollars. Nice. Um, and donations are still open through November the fifteenth, and and they can anybody can get to that link through our website sccgolf.org, and. Uh, you know, every little bit helps. These boys worked hard. It was a long day. They're still healing right now. There's blisters on feet and there's sore legs and shin splints, but they never gave up. They they did a great job and it was it was fun to be a part of it with them. So. I know. I'm. I called Joe a couple of days before, just asking, "You prepping, man?" You know, but he made it. They did good. They so. made it. I will say, uh, there wasn't. I don't know how much prep there was with our crowd. This wasn't getting ready for a boxing match or anything. Right. It was uh, kind of go out there and just try not to do anything dumb prior to. So. Yeah, but they made it. That's the thing. They made it. It was great. So um, we were we were excited to get to do it. We we're excited to get it done. We're looking forward to the next time. It's a it's a really cool experience. A long long day of it, but uh, yeah. I was proud of them. Everybody did great. Um, so yeah, so now now we got you know again for the next two weeks we we're not done. We still got October. Still got. We still have one, two, three. We got five events left in October. Six events left in October still to go. Um, Monday, when this comes out, uh, we're going to be at Carolina Country Club for a forty-plus event, and uh, got a full feel for that one, I do believe. And then this next Tuesday and Wednesday, we've got the Harry Wilson Super Senior Championship at Florence Country Club. Beautiful. Uh, full full event for that. Uh, these guys come out there. You know, we give them two different divisions. We got a. Super Senior 65 and above, so our regular Super Senior Division 65 to 69, and then the super, the, the Legends Division 70, 70 plus. Who's your defending champion? Duke Delcha. Oh, okay. From down in Bluffton. Yeah, Unfortunately, Duke notified us this morning. He has a work commitment come up. He's not going to be able to come defend his championship. But um, good player, and, you know, good, got a bunch of good guys and go out there and play that golf course. It's hard to get around Florence, though. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to make it short. I mean, it, it's uh, – That's a good – you got to, like, say, for me, that's people I want to watch and watch them navigate that golf course. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And we do a – you know, we do a lunch for them both day or the first day and, and um, make it a good good couple of days for them. So it's good to get that crowd together. Yeah. Um, we come right back that weekend. The Actually, for the first time ever, we've got the Bobby Chapman – Invitational uh, is going to be the 22nd through the 24th. So it's a three-day event this year. Really? Yep. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens with it. It's a, you know it's a limited field. I think I can't remember. I think they're like at 70, 75 players. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they're gonna make a cut or no? 
I do believe they're going to make a cut to a small, very small number for the final day. Uh, but it's a uh, golf course is really good from understand. You know, yeah. you've been part of the Bobby Chapman. I mean, they oh, do yeah. it full for first first place and, and no, make it great. really good. It's uh, I was kind of proud of them hanging on to the two day deal. But well, we'll see what happens. This is a this is an experiment. We'll see yeah. if it stays. Oh, but I'm uh, sure. it's um, they know you know, it's like it. all the other junior events, man. Everybody's going to those three day events. I was about to say you don't have what players in the fall. The only thing yeah. that aren't three days now. Yeah, and it's you know it. This is a being a weekend event, so these kids got to take at least two days off of school to come in for a practice right. round and the and the first round. So. We'll see what happens with it. You know, you're always trying to trying to tweak things and get them right and see see if you can make it better. So, hopefully, I, I know we'll have a good event. We'll see what happens with the with as far as the schedule goes. But yeah. that same weekend, uh, the SCGA is going to be in Daltal for the mixed team championship. Wow, that's a popular one. Yeah, that's a popular one. That's a good one. That's a full field event there. We also have you know regular division and then a senior division. Both players have to be 55 or older to be part of that senior division, but. Uh, always good getting that crowd together. Everybody has a good time. They come in and, and, and everybody pretty much knows each other. And it's a it's a fun couple of days there at Daltal. And Daltal's so good to us, as you know. We've done so many events down there. And, oh yeah. Um, kind of get their name out there and get recognized because Daltal Island is not close to anything necessarily. Um, <laughs> this is a good spot. I fall in love with it every time we go there. It is. They do a good job for us. So, uh, not to be outdone, the foundation comes in that very next Monday, and they've got the Big Wheels Day Off up at Rock oh, Hill yeah. Country Club. I'm playing in that. Are you playing in it? Yeah, got the invite, Bennett. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, Bennett Jordan, who's on our uh, board, and uh, Joe Quick and a lot of others up there get together and, and do this for, for a good cause. And we weren't able to do it last year because of COVID, so we're yeah. excited to get it going again. I think they got a big crowd, and always a good time at Rock Hill. It is, it is. They do a good job, a little auction afterwards as well. Yep, yep. So – and then coming back the very next weekend, we've got the the fall challenge, the boys' version of the fall challenge, which okay. is going to be up at Sherall State Park. We split those apart because there's so many kids involved. We can get more boys in this one event, and then we do the come right back the next weekend, November sixth and seventh, and do the fall challenge for the girls at Stony Point up in Greenwood. Nice. So yeah, you couldn't do them if you do it like that now, and you have brothers sisters. It's near impossible on the same weekend. Yeah. 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 I mean, it got you know we had that. What was, the, what was the other little golf course across the street? Mar- Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. Uh, you know, we used them for a while, but it just got to be where we're trying to get the you know the right golf course, the right setup, and right. it just made sense to split those up and, and give each each group their own little weekend, weekend. to do yeah. what they need to do. So yeah. Um, so yeah, as you could tell, man, a lot going on in October. It's like it, October's brutal around here. It's probably one of our busiest months of the year, to be it honest. It's so with beautiful outside, usually right now. Oh, it's great. I mean, it's great. We, you know, we did the hundred hole hike last time. We did the hundred hole hike. It was like ninety two degrees. Yeah. The end of September. <laughs> I will say the temperature was a little bit about 20 degrees better uh, starting off. That matters, though. It was a huge difference when you're out there doing that. So October weather's great. Uh, the support of our members and our member clubs to have us and to allow us to do these events is, is very important, especially now with golf. is so crazy and booming yeah. and hard to get tee times, and uh, we're still able to pull these things off and, and give, give a good quality product to our members and, and our membership. And don't forget you can keep up with all that on the MySCGA app. Yep, my CGA app. Uh, download it. You can keep up with schedules, news. Uh, you can post your handicap scores. It can do it all. So please check out my CGA app. And we got today. We have Leanne Brown, one of my favorites, man. South Carolina Golf Hall of Famer. I've never seen a person come in and can smile and and light up a room like that. I was thinking the same thing. It's just a joyful lady. You know, I, you don't you don't ever know. I mean, she might be upset at the world, but you couldn't tell it because she's just smiling at you the whole time. And and she's great to talk to and great to work with. She's our our first 
female board member on the SCGA board, yeah. uh, which was important to me to have that representation. And um, she was the perfect lady to do it. Uh, she stepped right in, filled those that role, and uh, a great golfer, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, man, she can just she's just everything golf. She's awesome. Married to a heck of a guy, one of my favorites. Yep, Hart Brown, the uh, retiring head professional there at, at director of golf there at, at, at Country Club of Charleston. He's been a great friend to us. It's, it's just a good family. It's good people. I wish I was as cool as Hart is. We got no chance. You know, he's we got just no one chance. of those guys. He's, so. he's one of those guys for sure. So excited to listen to this and be again being a part of it, and hope everyone enjoys some time with Leanne Brown. The Palmetto Shop is proud to sponsor the Off the Hosel podcast and the South Carolina Golf Association. We are your one-stop shop for all your screen print, embroidery, and promotional products needs. Our team will work with you from conception to completion. Low minimums to high volume, we can accommodate all your staff or team apparel, uniforms, and marketing needs. You can find this on Facebook as Palmetto Shop the web at thepalmettoshop.com or call us at 803-252-5058. We have the pleasure of being joined by Miss Leanne Brown. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, sitting down with us. Thanks for having me. In town for the Women's, Women's Open? South Carolina Open. Okay. And she had a first today in her... That's what I heard. 50 years of golf, you said? Yep. I had to withdraw. Um, I've had some shoulder issues and hitting balls on the range. It was hurting. But I thought, you know, just keep going. Yeah. We'll get through it. On the first tee ball, I was about halfway in my swing and it went... Oof. And I don't know if I flinched... I know it hurt a little, but it it scared me more than anything. And uh, I hit it right and hit the cart path and bounced out of bounds. So it was it was a tough start. That is a tough start. How many holes did you try to get through more? Or did I, you just I figure played out? seven holes. Okay, so you tough. See, she's a tough one. Yeah. She is. When I got her, in, I saw her in the parking lot, and uh, she couldn't. I made sure I put her clubs in her car for her. I didn't yeah. want her to injure herself anymore. Sure. And I commandeered a golf cart to go take photos at that <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that's got to be tough. I mean, that, it was. it's never, it's never, no matter the situation, withdrawing is never a good feeling. Yeah. Especially I, for something like this. Yeah. Well, but the, first time ever. Yes. I did I did think back um, in my college days. I played for Western Kentucky for two years, and yep. I did forget about waking up at Purdue University Infirmary. Okay. Oh, wow. And seeing white lights and a white ceiling and thinking, is this heaven? <laughs> I <didn't>, I'm there. <laughs> I, I was like, I didn't know where I was. I had food poisoning. Oh, no. Wow. And I don't even remember them taking me in. Wow. Really? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's give our listeners a real quick background of exactly who Le- Leanne is. You got the. You, I got it. You want me to go through it? You go through I it. I love going through this thing. This is going to take a while. So uh, I, yes, I, it I is. hope the show's a little while. So let me start with first, Leanne Brown is, is our first SCGA women, woman board member. And you joined back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've learned a lot about you since then. I knew a lot about you before then. But I, I don't think I ever put all this together. So I'm going to go through this real quick. Uh, we're not going to go into in particulars. But sitting at the table with us right now, we've got a three-time South Carolina State Am champion. we got a three-time South Carolina match play champion. we got a four-time South Carolina senior Am champion. 
a four-time South Carolina mixed team champion with, and here's the important part, three different partners. She played with Bubba Hightower, Bill Smunk, and Todd White, which goes to show you she's the main star on those I teams. I guess so. I guess so. Um, three-time South Carolina senior mixed champion with Mr. Mark Hoover. Mm-hmm. And a three-time Carolina senior mixed champion with Mr. Mark Hoover. Y'all make a pretty good team there, six championships between the two of you. Uh, Women's Open champion in 2018. 16 USGA USGA amateur events. 13 city amateur championships in Charleston. Domination. Um, South Carolina Senior Player of the Year, get this A, from 2014 to 2019. That's six times she was South Carolina Senior Player of the Year. And she was also the Carolina Senior Player of the Year in 2018, which I think that was the first time that had been accomplished. Carolina's player, Senior Player of the Year and South Carolina all in 2018. That's correct. Same year, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty incredible, Leanne. Thank you. And that's not mentioning everything. Those are the no, highlights, by, I mean, by the way. Thank you. She's a Carolina's board member. The, the list really does keep going. Uh and now you're presently at Bulls Bay. You're their marketing director, correct? Yes, been there 19 years. That's incredible you've been Man. there 19 years. She's on the Friends of the Muni Board, yep. South Carolina Board, uh, South Carolina Golf Association, and married to my man, Hart Brown. Hart Brown. Yep, 38 years. 38 Head years. Head man at Country Club of Charleston, retiring this year, I understand. Yes. Good for him. We're excited for him. Is that for good him. for you? I, I've got mixed <laughs> emotions. I've got a funny story. So okay. Monday – congratulating hard on retiring i said what you gonna do you caddy for leanne he goes nope i said why not he said well let me tell you this story we were somewhere i can't remember where it was and and something about putting and you went and bought two putters correct right after that yep and i said how long ago was that a couple years he's like no it was not wasn't too long ago was it it was about a month ago yeah yeah i was like oh okay so well leanne tell me all these accolades Where'd you kind of get started? Junior golf in Kentucky? Is that where you grew up? Yep, junior golf. Um, they had a lot of ladies tournaments in the summertime. Really nice invitational tournaments in Kentucky, all throughout the state. And uh, I I was a competitor, but I had a fear of talking. Oh. I have public speaking. So I threw so many tournaments. Oh, wow. Because yeah. you didn't want to talk after holding championship I did not want to talk, time? yes. I'll be darned. In fact, when I got the call, it, it, and it, it tickled me because it triggered that. You it, talk so well. That really, well, thank I find you. that funny. Because you do it. You, I've seen you speak publicly Well, you publicly know, some people are afraid of death, and some people are afraid of public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and I would rather play golf in front of a 1,000 people than, not me. than get up and talk. Wow. And when your dad called me. And said, Leanne, we're going to induct you into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Please keep your speech to under 30 minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> and I was like, and it was like that Charlie Brown, why? I didn't hear a word he said after that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. So you, you actually, I've never heard that before. Yes. So you could have had a lot more championships under your belt up until that point in time. The junior, so the junior golf, uh, you see, did you end up playing in mostly women's events? Yes. Was that what it was? Yeah. So who was responsible for getting you started? Uh, my parents. Okay. We, Were um, they golfers? They, they're golfers, and uh, they unfortunately they're both deceased. But when we were small, they had a nursery at our golf course. So they would take my – I'm a twin. I've got a twin brother okay. and an older brother, and they would put us in the nursery, and then they would go play. And we started playing when we got older, and it was about 11 when I started taking golf seriously. I hear you. Then you picked up on it? 
picked up on it. Uh, played for about two years and then started with a golf pro. He changed everything. Oh, wow. I was about a 22 handicap down to an eight in about a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty incredible. He was a great teacher. His name was Gene Fallbush. Yeah. It's wow. amazing how you remember those those folks that made that kind yes. of change in your life, and I mean, forever you'll remember that person. Yep. So That's how, great. How, how, what was the path to Western Kentucky like? How did you um, get recruited? Actually, no one said anything until well, I think kept, it was July of my fall year because I, I really wanted to go to Kentucky, yeah. but no one approached me and no one talked. And the coach from uh, Western called me and said, Leanne, we're going to give you a scholarship if you'll come. I said, all right, I'll be there. Nice. Didn't even go check it out or anything. Just went. <laughs> Just Golf. went. Just went. And yes. two years there, how'd you end up Kentucky? Um, played fairly well in some summer tournaments and against the UK girls. And one tournament, they ganged up on me and said, hey, we want you to transfer. They recruited you. Yes, the girls did. Yeah. And I said, only if you can get all my credits transferred. I don't want to start over. Yep. Yeah. And so the coach got them all. So I walked to Kentucky with all my credits and played there for two years. And enjoyed that thoroughly? Great. It was great. Yeah. I've never played golf in Kentucky. Is it? Is it oh, bluegrass? And it's tough. The rough. I mean, the rough's tough here, but yeah. that bluegrass rough, whew. Yeah. <laughs> you need some muscles to right. power through it. I bet it's beautiful, though. I'm yeah. probably rolling landscapes. And bent and, grass. Yeah, yeah. The bent grass greens were beautiful and fast and undulating. And it was uh, so different to get used to Bermuda. I bet. Once we moved down here. I so bet. when you you met Hart in Kentucky? Met Hart in Kentucky. And I don't know if you all know this, but Hart's dad, he played one year for Adolph Rupp. Oh, no. really? At Kentucky. He was on as a freshman. Oh, Did not wow. know that. Yes. How cool is that? Yep. We finally found a picture of him, and he never talked about it. He just – he didn't like Adolph Rupp. Oh, yeah? He said freshmen were not allowed to speak. Oh, wow. And uh, that was so interesting. I just – I wish I would have asked more questions, but I knew he didn't like to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And then he went into the military. So. Okay. Huh. I'll be darned. So that's why we're such Kentucky fans and <laughs> I basketball you. I fans. I don't blame you. Yeah, no. So you and Hart met there, and then did 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 is that when he moved down to the coast? It, he moved down to um, Tika K. He oh yeah, was at Tika K. We moved. Wow, I never knew that. He moved down Charlie Rimerland. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we got married, and we moved to Charlotte. Uh, he had already moved down, and uh, we he came back and got we got married in April. And so I moved to Charlotte with him, and yes, we knew Charlie really well. He was about 12 years old, really, yeah. and just as funny then sure. as yeah. he is now. Yeah, he's a great one. He said you could tell what he had by lunch by looking at his shirt <laughs> with the mustard stains <laughs> or the ketchup. I don't think that's changed much today. <laughs> not, by the we were married about six months, living in Charlotte, and Hart came home one day and he said, "I don't have a job." Oh, I said, "What?" He said, "Tiga K is shutting the doors. They went huh. bankrupt." So, luckily, um, the pro there, one of the members there, knew Tommy Cuthbert. So, we we got in the car a couple of days later to interview with Tommy, drove down to Kiowa. Yeah. And Tommy hired Hart. Where was he at Kiowa? He was at, uh, it's Cougar Point now, but okay. it was called Marsh Point then. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And then Frank Ford and Bert 
talked to uh, Hart about coming to the country club. What, when did he come to country club at Charleston? I think it was 1988. Okay, and what were, were you doing? Were you working? I was working at Seabrook Island. Okay. I was there for five years. And then Terry Florence called oh, called yes. me. T-Flow. Yeah. T-Flow. Man, what a guy. He was a great guy. And uh, I really enjoyed working at Seabrook, but Hart just said, you know, go see what he wants, what he has to offer. And so wow. I met with Terry. And this is Terry Florence. This is Wild Dunes Terry Florence. This is Wild Dunes Terry Florence. Yep, that's when I first met him. Yep. So in 1988, I started at Wild Dunes. What did you do at Wild Dunes? I was the buyer. Okay, in the golf shop? two golf shops harbor and a links. gift shop harbor links surf shop really we, we opened a store called island memories a gift shop man so steve bear there during steve bear yep marty mike sell had yeah. left yeah uh steve bear um tommy young do y'all remember tommy i remember young? that name i do yep. too I knew Terry Florence wasn't that good at stocking that daggum golf shop. He had somebody <laughs> doing it for him. Now, you talk about all-star crew, man. They had an oh, all-star crew. Oh, that's rock stars. Because Steve yeah. Bear, for those who don't know, is at Florence Country Club now. And yeah. uh, Give me a good young – I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I want to hear – I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll that's all right. that out. That was, give me a good young Steve Bear story. <laughs> oh, wow. That we can air. Um. I think he and Marty were roommates, weren't they? They were. Then? They were roommates. Um, I don't know all about the roommates. I just yeah. know <laughs> I remember Steve saying uh, Terry was tight. I mean, God love him. He was yeah. the best manager, but he just didn't want to pay anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's probably from the resort or if he grew up. Yeah. I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. My father's tight too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I just remember them saying they didn't they hardly made any money but right they got along great and i bet those were some fun times yep. i i went down there for just one time i went down there for the pro-am they did and with where there's a i think there's some gambling going oh, the casino let yep. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. i had the, the best time in the world uh but i can imagine on a daily basis what was going on around there <laughs> and they're all so good at players between oh, yeah. hart yep. terry yep. steve back then yep. i mean yep top of the top i do remember one story um dick cullison do you remember that name? I don't he was that name. he was a, a shop assistant, and um, I remember them putting a squirrel in his golf bag. Live, <laughs> live squirrel. Wow. <laughs> See, those are the types of things. Yeah, yeah I have to ask Steve about that. He's never shared that one. But so uh, now Terry went from there. That was when Bulls Bay opened in '02. Yep. Um, he tried the tour and he twice, and the first time he dismissed it by a shot. And Steve Bear, no Clay Cunningham, okay. caddied for him. Yep. And uh, then Bulls Bay hired him and still let him try another year. And then um, he was having neck issues, um, and his hands were numb, and so he had a had surgery. But he tried it again, and he didn't make it. And he called me um, in January of two thousand two and said leanne i don't know if you want a career change but we need a membership director we're going nowhere fast <laughs> and i said well <laughs> uh, let me think about it and so i talked to hart and hart said you love terry just give him an interview just like he did yeah. when i went to wild End. so okay um got to bulls bay 
we had a temporary clubhouse then, but the hill was up there. Right, the mountain had been yeah. built. Terry drove up, drove me up in the golf cart, and it was so vast and so fabulous. It was like, wow, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Good for you. I don't yeah. blame you. I, yeah. that, that's one of those things, for anybody who hasn't done it, when, when, you, when you're driving in the low country of Charleston and everything's flat as it can be, and you, you go into this golf course that was built on a strawberry field patch, yep. basically, and you hang a right, and all of a sudden you look up there, and there is this mountain. Yep. How many feet? Do you know? 75 feet in elevation. 75 feet in elevation. Clubhouse sitting right on the top. Yep. Golf holes playing off the mountain from all different directions. Yep. It's spectacular. They quit counting after 2 million cubic yards of dirt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then I was like, I don't know who Terry, or I don't know who Joe Rice is. And um, what if Joe gets hit by a bus, Flo? Yeah. yeah. And Flo said, it's in a trust to his family. Of course, there's no guarantees. You know, at Wild Dunes, we went through three owners while yeah, I was there. Went through a lot. You just you just don't know. But his family, they love the the place, and I think we're in good hands. Yeah, that's awesome. But they only had 12 members when I got there. Really? And tell us where we are now, membership in 2021. We have 425 <laughs> members. And our, we got a waiting list. Waiting list. We've cut the waiting list off. Man, 70 people are on the waiting list. You're pretty damn good at your job, Leanne Brown. No, no. <laughs> Thank you, but Bulls Bay sells itself. Yes, it does. It's just got that wow factor. You you drive and go through that gate and go up and yes. just the views and the course is spectacular. We we you were with us last year and we're coming back here in a couple weekends, two weekends actually. But the mid end four ball that we spoke about a few times. But in 2020, we accepted 64 teams and had to turn away 99 teams that registered. It's most I've ever had to turn away for a tournament like that. Wow. I mean, it's, it's all Bulls Bay. We've, wow. I mean, we've had to turn away before, but nothing in that number. So, uh, all power to Bulls Bay. Now, we tragically we lost Mr. Florence in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Had to cancer, I believe. Yes, he had cancer for about six years. But he was uh, he was he was yep. strong all the way to the end. And yep. I tell you one of my favorite Terry Florence stories, and it, it, this is just Terry Florence, but. Uh, he was lo- walking into one of the local grocery stores, I guess on Isle of Palms, red and white, whatever they call it now, and and had his trench coat on. This is when he was really sick, and you could tell he was sick. And some some fellow at the door asked him for some money, and Terry, Terry looked at him and took his hat off. He's, do you think I care about your problems right now? <laughs> and that's kind of Terry, you know. He just tell you like it is. But um, y'all, he y'all, was a great one. Y'all still do a tournament in his honor, the Flow. Yes, we correct? do. Yes, we a do. A pro am, yes. somewhat. Yep, it's yeah. in November. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. And, and ho- we, we bring all the old pros, all Terry's friends right. back. And I know talking to Clem and Steve, they all kind of yeah. mark that off on their calendar to come yep. back for us. Fantastic. And mm-hmm. memory lives. And What else does Bulls Bay host? The, the, the Hootie at Bulls Bay. Right. Which is a USC college tournament? Uh, or it used yes, to be? Yes, USC and College of Charleston. Charleston, okay. Yep. okay. Uh, we just hosted the Wyndham Cup. Oh, that's AJGA. AJGA. That's right. That was a big deal. That was a big East yeah. versus West. Yes. Yes. Who won? The East. Good. That's yes. who we're pulling for, right? Handedly, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, y'all got a, y'all had a bunch of powerful and famous members out there. But Darius Rucker is he still a member, or with his move, did he just move him around? He or? still is a member. He was a regular. He's yeah. a regular out there. Such on, a nice he's guy. In town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yep. he's a good one. I think John Daly likes to slum it around there a little bit when he's around, doesn't Occasionally, he? Occasionally, yeah. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Okay. There, I think there was a good stretch of time where he yes, was out there. Yes. You know. i tell you another thing I just thought about. They, last year they'd just gotten a fleet of new carts, and they've got the carts with the speakers now on the, on the outside, so you can mm-hmm. actually play music through your golf cart. Wow. Right? <clears throat> and um, 
we got out there last year and actually the practice round was a pretty day and we're standing on top of this clubhouse and you can kind of look around the whole facility just about see the whole golf course from up there and you can see the different groups all around the golf course but and you all you could because the sound carries you heard different types yep. of music coming from all different directions it was like a, a that's rock funny. concert where you're going crazy at just hearing all the different stuff going on so that is funny well bulls bay is all about camaraderie great members great staff um mr rice said our philosophy is tell everybody check their ego at the gate we all put our pants on the same way yep wow and members are to respect the staff and the staff are res- to respect the members and we'll all get along just fine well and that's the thing it's not only the golf course and the facilities it's the environment and then y'all yep. make it all so inviting um and it's just uh, you feel like when you come in you feel like you're at home and we were going through all that covid stuff last august when we were there and but still we couldn't use the facilities like we wanted to but they did everything in their power to make it as as, as good as we could yeah that's that was a expect. tough time very yeah. tough time working the table through the doors in the dining room and all that good stuff what's your favorite golf course you've ever played augusta national now i hear you good for good. you yeah who'd yeah. you play did you play good i played well yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought any different they only had one set of tees there yeah it was a great experience i'll have to tell you a member at bulls excuse me a member at wild dunes um said hey leanne what are you doing thursday let's go play the national I thought he meant Charleston National. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I've got to work. He said, you're turning down Augusta National? And I said, I'll quit my job. (laughs) I'm there. Quit my job. Oh, yeah, good for you. It was fabulous, though. Just the two of you go? Uh, Hart and I and uh, one of the members that hosted us and Bulls area, Wild Dunes member. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So – your golf game, obviously, we've named all these accolades and all these things. You, you're obviously very competitive. Um, you still play as much as you want to or as much as you can. I know it's in between jobs. I mean, you got a couple other jobs, too. I think you're a realtor. Yep. And you got a little side gig on some uh, antiques. antiques. Yep. I didn't know about that one. I, uh, I really need to practice more. Yeah. And it shows, especially this the last year and a half, and I'm not getting out there to practice. Right. But and people when they see me on the range, they'll say, "You've got a tournament, don't you?" And I'll say, "Get yeah. ready." <laughs> so I really don't like to practice. My golf pro growing up uh, would make me hit 200 bolt. Go hit 207 irons. Mm. Go hit 205 irons. And we had to pick them ourselves. Well, it's funny we were talking to Beth Daniel about this the other day. We all think that the juniors should have to do the shag bag thing because yeah. it makes you. It makes you hit it closer to the spot you're trying yes. to hit it to. If you got to go pick them up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm giggling about the story Bill Smunk told. Bill Smunk told a story that where he hit balls in front of this rock quarry, just in this beautiful field they had. <laughs> he, he would stop and hit five or six balls, and, and he'd always do it when the employees got off. But he got caught. A manager, and he goes, I did, "I've been wondering for years where these golf balls came <laughs> out from." Out of the it's, blue, out <laughs> of the blue. That's some of those. He's a member of Bulls, man. Yes, he's just he another one of the characters there. So, how have you seen? I know we see it from the men's side of things as far as how the game has changed. Everybody's hitting it longer, and there's no fear, and yet at least they're young enough. There's no fear. How have you seen it from the ladies' perspectives? Is, is it? Is it? Have you see these girls hitting it longer and longer now? Oh, the same, yeah, absolutely. And I was taught the old old schools you know really standard swing and now they're just they're ripping it yeah they're t- torquing and swinging 
almost as hard as they can. It makes a different sound. I it mean, does. it's a, it's a it whole does. different ball game. They're I hitting it so much higher. Yeah, I watched. I was at the Beth Daniel Junior this week, and I watched some of the girls playing. And I mean, they're, they're I mean, they're going at a full bore. And and like you, I I grew up and and heard and thought you know just that good flu, flu, yep. slow fluid swing, but that's that's not the case anymore. Mm-mm. And equipment's come a long way. I mean, I'm about as long as I was in college so yeah, yeah. you know that's good. and I, I think that's the equipment i hear you or are you just staying fit no staying i don't know about time. that <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't mind tell us about the muni a little bit and the friends of the muni and what the project okay that the, was done well we helped raise money f- for the renovation we got that done it reopened and now we are working on raising money to build a new clubhouse okay Great. to have uh, a two-story clubhouse and let the second floor be um, like a civic room or have events. Um, meeting space Meeting space, yeah. you know, Lions Club. Wow. Rotary. Um, even if somebody needs a small party. Yeah. We're also trying to raise money for, I don't know if you saw the short game area. I have not seen it. They put in three there. greens. To oh, the, I did see that. To the I right of number yes. nine. Yep. It's Yep. It's great. It is a great fantastic place to work on your game, and we're trying to build a pavilion, raise money to build a pavilion there with restrooms. And now your involvement with this just came from just long time Charleston and, and, and golf, and I just think they, they, saw, they recruited you. Know, you know, let's let's look let's look at the uh, past champions. Yeah. And Bert Atkinson, he is the the head of the, okay. the committee. Well, I know our our foundation got involved, and uh, we gave a little bit of money during the restoration. And Troy Miller and his team did a great job on it. I heard the other day, Hart actually told me, uh, as the end of July, they'd done 36,000 rounds of golf at the Muni already. That's incredible. It's 18 holes, folks. They've I done 36,000 in seven months. That's incredible. Yep. You know, I heard, I read a stat about golf. You know how golf's up and you know, more people playing. But I want to say 40% of the new rounds, the new players were women or lady, young girls. That's great. Yeah. That is good. That is good, so. I, like I think that's the part that we're we've missed over the few years. I think we're getting back to it. Clarissa and, and the WSCGA are doing a wonderful job, and um, I know I see more of it, more of the girls in the junior events. And we're actually one of our events we even broke off to where we got junior boys at this site and the girls over here at this site, and I, I, that's good. And it used to be, uh, however many dad always liked to say ten or twelve years ago, whatever it related to, but um. It used to be, you know, I would tell girls that they could go out there and play junior golf, and if, if you could bust 80, you could get a scholarship. But that's not the case anymore. No, not anymore. you got to be able to golf your golf yep. ball. Yes. Which goes to show you how far the women's game has come. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the, how far the women's game has come, you, you're one of your, uh, I guess, you're an alumni. She's still there, but one of your fellow Kentuckians just had a pretty big victory. Jensen Jensen Castle. Yes, I'm so excited for her. I bet. Jensen just won. We're the same week now that Jensen just won the U.S. Women's Amateur. And uh, she's she's on the whirlwind tour right now with her trophy and everything else. And that's that's great for women's golf, especially for women's golf in South Carolina. Yes, it is. Beth Daniels, the only other one, I think. Was it 75 and 77? Correct, 75, 77. That's so exciting. Isn't it? Did y'all get to watch it? Oh, I watched the last two matches. Okay. Yeah, Biff Don. I had the state amateur going on at uh, WD. Yeah. We were fighting Mother Nature in the state amateur, so I I didn't get to see any of it. But I was getting updates and text on everything, and I just I wish I was able to sit in my couch and, and watch it like a normal person. It was so exciting. It was thrilling. Yes, I it mean was it kept thrilling. you on the edge of your seat. Absolutely. It was never a gimme, you yep. know, till the end, till it was over. She and that opens the door for her for the women's open and women's. 
women's amateur i believe for 10 years okay women's open i don't know about how long but definitely next year augusta national women's amateur and in two weeks from the, this recording curtis cup curtis cup not exciting that's crazy yeah. i mean one tournament can so open so many doors yeah. it's, it's wonderful yes and flying that kentucky blue everywhere she could go cats <laughs> I, she she is miss kentucky she's worked out here all summer at columbia country club and it's always in kentucky gear wow. she's proud of it great you good know. for her it's such a good color it I is bet. a good color i bet i dug she one out great. the closet today you just did. for the just for the occasion um i want what what was one of your i'd say playing highlights for you personally it might not even been a victory it might have been something else the one that stands out in my mind the most um, is my first state M, and it was at the Dunes Club. Oh, great, beautiful place! It We're was before they year. and it was before they renovated, and uh, uh, I was behind Abby Pearson. Yeah, from Florence. Yes, I went to church with her. Yep. Yeah, she played on the she's men's a, team. She's, she's or, a great, yeah. great player. Um, Sixteen, um, par four. There were trees. I used to hook the ball like crazy, and I was <laughs> in the woods, and there was a tree root, and I was like, I got to make a move and go for broke because I'm, I'm behind. Right. I hit my five wood. I thought if I break my five wood, I break it. Um, and it hooked around the, the trees and rolled up in between the bunkers on the green. <laughs> She was about 90 yards and chunked it. Oh. Short of the green, hit on. I two putted, she three putted. So that was one shot. The next hole, 17, par three. We both got on, she three putted, I two putted. 18, you know how narrow 18 mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. With and water in front at that point. It was the water in front of yes. the green? Yeah. Yep. Um, I hit it in the bunker off on the second shot um, by the green. And she was on the green. And Hart had been helping me with my sand game because I was picking it at the time. And I don't know if there was – there's quite a big, big yep. lip. And over the green is the water. And I, I'll never forget thinking about Hart. Hart would kill me if I try to pick this. <laughs> so I blasted it out to about 10 feet, made the putt, and I won the tournament. Nice. Wow. And I'll never forget, it was in September, and it was like 95 degrees. And goosebumps, when I made that putt, it was like I was in a blizzard. That's great. It I got goosebumps the, with you telling me about it. It was the most bizarre feeling I've ever had. That's surreal, though. That's good. But how did you celebrate that victory? Anything special? Hart took me out to dinner. Oh, oh so. that's nice. That was your first. That was your first, first real big am. major, right? Yeah. You had a good year in '91. I also won the match play. Yeah. And I was the runner-up in the Carolinas that year. To okay. whom? Do you remember Patty Moore? I'm guessing. No, it was. Um, oh, Patty won a lot. Uh. She went on tour. She's from okay. Charlotte. This girl was okay. – she played for North Carolina. Um, Did you have any LPGA stars that you looked up to or, or players that you kind of idolized? I love Nancy Lopez. Yeah. I just thought she was so humble and 
that's what my mom always said, you know, I, I want you to be just like Nancy Lopez. And uh, my mother always gave me some great advice. She, was, she said, I want to see you on the golf course. I don't want to know if you're playing well or poorly. Just won't even keel. I yes. like that a lot. That's good. That's yep. hard for a lot of people it to do. It is hard. It's very hard. Either On either direction. Yep. Um, you still do that to this day. When I, I try to. When I'm out there, I can't tell if you're good or not. I try to. Yeah. I sit there and look at Leanne Brown and this smile, because first thing mm-hmm. I think of when I think of Leanne is her smile, <laughs> and I know behind that smile is the most competitive thing in the world. Yeah. She's going to come get you if she can, but she's going to smile at you the whole time she's beating you down. I will say, during my couple of years taking photos with WSCJ, I've seen you talk to some golf balls in the air. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Go, you know. I have a bad habit of that. I'm oh, always talking to my golf ball. <laughs> and I, I know you've seen it through your career because you've been around it a long time, but I, I always – one of the things I love about our game is how it affects, especially the younger people that have come through, and it turns them into good people for the most part. You know, you don't see many people come out of, out of junior golf or with the experience of junior golf and come out of there kind of a bad person. It, it kind of even kills everybody. Have you uh, – any, 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 any people that you've kind of worked with or been around that, that – that, has you seen that effect on or, or anybody that stands out junior-wise that, that might have made an impression in your life? Because you're not really on the pro side of things. You've been on the kind of the inside golf shop yeah. membership side of things, so you probably haven't had that opportunity so I just think a lot of kids, they've, they're more mature that now than we were growing up, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think they've been groomed yeah. properly. I agree. I agree. I think it comes from – I think it comes from the golf professional side of things. I think it comes from the Junior Golf Association side of things. You know, we we to this day, if if you win a championship, you would have hated this. You would have thrown so many. Yes. You would have thrown yeah. so many championships. But if you win a championship, boy or girl, yep. uh, you stand up and say a few words. And some of them are pretty good at it, and some of them are still learning. Yep. And after I did win, I'm like, this isn't that bad. Right. 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 It's really not. You just thank the club thank and the thank right the hand. members and thank the superintendent and. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. It was pretty easy. And when you do it as many times, as you're, you you probably can do it. You can just reel them off now. I mean, as many She's times got as you've a, done I it. bet you have a speech down, that, like a go-to <laughs> speech now, don't you? That's just automatic. I do. I yeah. have some checkpoints. There you go. Yeah. That's it's, what you need, though. Yep. Insert club name here, general manager yes. name here, superintendent here. Yeah. Uh, young Harry Reynolds from the Greenville area just won our state amateur. And uh, he stood up there, and he, he hadn't won a whole lot with us necessarily. No. Nope. Um, and he got that big old trophy, and we got, you know, 30, 40 people who was left around kind of listening, and he, we handed it to him, and everybody's just kind of sitting there waiting because we knew what to expect. And he kind of looked at me. I said, you're on, big boy. And he, he got up there, and he did a great job once he got going, but yeah. uh, you had to kind of prod him a little bit yeah. into it. That was uh, fun to watch. How about a good Hap story? You already told one about when he made the call to you for the <laughs> Hall of Fame. I'm sure there's one over the years that sticks out in your mind. Well, one was – pretty funny um it was when i was playing with bubba hightower okay <laughs> bubba bubba god love bubba god yeah. love bubba he was such a good player um uh we were down in hilton head playing i think it was hampton hall yep and bubba had this corvette and he loved to go fast and he loved to screech the tires and he would pull in at the last second because i would say okay bubba <laughs> We're going to meet an hour before a tea time, right? Right. And Never. Bubba was like, this. in this in- instance, Bubba was like screeching in. And I was like, whew, he made it. And um, Bubba goes to the driving range. To 
he was going to hit his driver. Yeah. And, and Hap, like, Hap said, okay, Bubba, you're on the tee right now. <laughs> and we all laughed. It was hilarious. <laughs> Bubba was a character for those of you who don't know, Bubba Hightower was, was, was a real good golfer, um, played in a lot of our stuff coming through. And unfortunately, we lost him, I don't know, I can't remember how many years ago now. It's all grown uh, together. I think he was. T- Two years before Terry. Two years before Terry. Yeah. Uh, but Bubba, at the end, he had one of these little portable oxygen machines he had to use, you know. And we had a senior better ball event. I've got, I can go on and on with Bubba stories. We had a senior better ball event in Santee. <laughs> and Bubba comes riding up in his golf cart with his portable oxygen machine going, smoking a cigarette. I said, Bubba, if the cigarette don't get you, you're going to blow everybody up around this place right now. <laughs> and here. I was in a golf cart with him because yeah, really? he was on oxygen then. Yeah, yeah he was something. He was I heard character. The only Bubba Hightower story I've heard is about him flipping a card at Musgrove, correct? I was there for that. Oh. Yep. He come he come off a of number five tee, which is way up in the air, and he hit a bad shot and he peeled it around his corner and all of a sudden that cart went oh, he's by himself, the cart went over, and that's before he really strapped the batteries in. Yeah. All I was down on four green and I heard, Oh, this terrible noise. And I go running up there and there's Bubba underneath the cart, <gasps> batteries on him. Biff, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not thinking I'm going to die. I said, no, you're not going to die, Bubba. And we, but we're, we're at Musgrove Mill, and there's nothing around Musgrove Mill. So we finally got him up, put him in the back of the Dad's Tahoe at the time, and, and drove him to whatever local. Probably Newberry. It's probably the veterinarian's or office or with Bubba we took him to. But um, <laughs> we, got him, we got him pieced together, and he was fine after that. But like I said, we yeah. could go on, on and on. Um, now, Leanne, you are also, with all the other duties, sec- you're the secretary for the Hall of Fame. Fame. Mm-hmm. So you get to get up here. We get to see you every, along with your SCGA duties now, yep. we get to see you up here and every every January and introducing the, the members the, and presents. Yep. Something I appreciate is you carried the tradition. Was it of Cat? Was it Cat? No, it's um, Jane. Jane from. Um, Not Covington. Yes, Jane, Jane Covington. Covington. She would the, always stand yep. up and say, all right. We're gonna. You're gonna announce the the Hall of Fame member present. Yep. And you'll have them stand, and you'll clap one time. Right. Right. And we continue that. Yeah. Tradition. They do a wonderful job. I appreciate Thanks. that. Thank you. That, that still happens. And we we actually we were doing something the other day, and we were doing applauding for whatever. Everybody came up, and somebody said we ought to do the Hall of Fame one clap deal. I said, man, it's kind of getting around, so everybody knows about. It. Well, yeah. Lee, you came on with the SCGA board in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember calling you. I know Randy Adams had, had moved on, and we had a spot. We tried to go regionally, and uh, you know I, I've been trying to. We've been trying to kind of diversify a little bit, and you played in a lot of our stuff. You're, you're a big part of the golf industry. And I called you up, and I had to, had to talk you into it a little bit, make sure you realized this wasn't a job. Um, and unfortunately, not long after that, we, we actually went into COVID, and we haven't been able to do kind of what we normally do in 2020. Uh, you were dealing with your father, unfortunately, mm-hmm. at one point in time, too. So, um, But just real briefly, what, what does that mean to you? I mean, the fir- first female, because, you know, it, there's the WSCGA and the SCGA. The SCGA for years has been kind of formally known as the Men's Golf Association. We're trying to change that. But how did that impact you when being able to come onto a board as such and, and being the first to do it? I mean, that's. I was so honored. Um, and I always have a lot on my plate, but I just, I was honored that you all wanted me. Yeah. And uh, I do have a female opinion, and I will give that if I ask. And some people said, why, why would you do that? And I said, because I want to give back to golf, and this is my way of giving back. 
Well, it's an honor to have you on there, and, and I think when I talked to you about it, that's what we were looking for was the female opinion. Um, the right person that can step into a room full of 17 other guys and, and, and have the confidence to say what she thinks. <laughs> that's You're the right person for that, for darn sure. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, from our behalf, I just want to thank you. I, I think it's been great to have you on. I'm sorry things haven't been as normal as they normally have are, and, and we haven't been able to get to meet face-to-face like, we, like we've wanted to, but – We'll get, we'll get back to it, but it's, it's good to have you on the board with it's, us and serving. It's an honor to be on the board. And I, the way you conduct your meetings, I mean, it is all business. Yeah. I love it. It's, <laughs> there's no chit-chat. <laughs> let's, get, let's get table this, and we're going on to the next subject. Well, and I think when we, you and I talked about it, I said, this is probably going to be a little bit of a different experience. I mean, it is. We, we kind of get in there, get our stuff done and as quick as we can and, and go about our business and, and, and do it the right way. But uh, it's, you know. Hopefully, I didn't lie to you about it being too much work. We haven't really we, we we don't ask for a whole lot. The representation is what's big to us, and we've got a great a lot of great ambassadors for the game that, that are on our board right now. So, it is again good good to have you a part of that with us. Thank you. I'm honored. Thank you for joining us here today. I'm honored you sat down with us. Oh, thank you Took for the time. having me. Yep. We've been trying to we've been we've talked about this for over a month. Uh, last time I saw you at Wood Creek, we talked about it actually. Yeah. Yep. But we got her. Finally did it, yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, anything we left out you want to mention? Okay. She's got that public speaking thing going right now. She did. She <laughs> just shook her head no. <laughs> we ought to ask her for an acceptance speech for her championship. We I bet should. she'd reel that off yes, real quick. probably could. Well, get that rotator cuff fixed. Yes. I know. Ready I to see you back in action. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.